welcome back to that Park Life Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Beth, and I'm hanging out here with my buddy. I'm Greg. I don't have a I don't have an announcer <laughs> voice. <laughs> See, I know. I don't know. I'm just trying out some new announcer voices. Let me know if you like, I like that. It. <laughs> you know what? I think for the next couple episodes, you should just try out a different voice. We'll I'll see. try we'll, out we'll different voices, and we'll see. All right, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how's it going, Greg? You're back to work. Excellent. We're doing all the Disney things. Tell me about it. Yeah. You're surviving the heat. Uh, my mother-in-law just sent me a picture. It was the heat index is 108, where they are at, where we just left the beach. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus, Oof. that I'm not yes. there for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it's been in the 90s pretty much every day. It's hot and humid. It's July, though, right? I mean, yeah. or first week of August now. It's it's just hot and humid every single day. I love the um like your state where it's different uh your different seasons or whatever, and for South yes. Carolina because it's like false fall false whatever and the one was like something about like hot as hell or something it was like you are here, yeah. it's like yes yeah. yes we are it just basically feels like that's that's the temperature yes. what's the temperature that it, um, it's I've heard it described as it feels like you're in a dog's mouth yes essentially which is yes quite disgusting. Um, mm. So yeah, back to back to working for the mouse. And uh, one thing I got to do at work that was cool that somehow I've never done as a guest was I got to see the treehouse villas over at Saratoga Springs. And Ooh. I have driven by them. I've boated by them mm-hmm. many times. I just have never actually been in one. And they're awesome. Cool. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's like technically like kind of separate from the big Saratoga Springs property. Um, you have to, if you are staying there, there's a, a bus that will take you from that area over to the main the main resort. But um, they're huge. They sleep up to nine guests. Wow. So you know, a couple of bedrooms, big um, like kind of living room ish area kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's cool. So you know, Nicole and I have stayed at the cabins over at Fort Wilderness a bunch of times. So it's a little bit like that, just like on steroids. It's just this right. huge, big, big villa um, that is beautiful with a nice master bedroom and bathroom, and it's so cool. So if you've never seen it, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, if you Google it, or I'm sure there's a bunch of videos on YouTube of the treehouse villas. Nice. And um, something else that I, I heard on the radio, and I wanted to make sure I captured it and brought it to this podcast was, um, you know, think things are coming back one way or another, and some Disney things that are coming back aren't necessarily things that are happening here at the parks. Mm. There are some shows. Ever heard of Broadway? And uh, I, I have happened to hear a, a clip of the cast of The Lion King having their first rehearsal of the year. Ooh. And this was over at the West End in London. And yes. I thought maybe we could uh, just hear a little bit of that because, it. you know, it's it's the song that you hope that it is, that they yes. are rehearsing for the first time coming back. And this is the cast of The Lion King from uh, the West End in London. <laughs> If you didn't get goosebumps of that, you are dead inside. Um, yeah, 
I mean, let's because also that's without microphones or anything. They're just like in a room singing out loud. So incredible. Yes. You know, you know, I'm sure they were like, OK, we can do better. But everyone else is like, uh, flawless. Yes. It's like, have you guys uh, been practicing at home? <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, two things. One, did you hear me? I was in that audio clip. I heard you. Were you clapping? I was the one. I was clapping at the end. Yeah, I wasn't singing. Um, and two, I'll so post good. a link in our in our show notes because that whole video is really cool. And the lead singer in that uh, couldn't start. She was overcome with emotion. She oh. went to go sing the opening notes to that. And she yeah. had to take a minute. And I'm literally sitting there getting teary-eyed over these yeah. people because – you know how it is. They're dedicated to this. This is like their thing. They weren't able to do it. Right. The music is pretty powerful to begin with. And this is like the first time they're all in the same room, all try, like trying to find their their notes again, basically, you know? And it was perfect. It's yeah. insane. Meanwhile, to me. Greg's blubbering in front of the security guard driving back to work. <laughs> yes. A <laughs> little different, but same. So, you know, whatever. Same. Uh, basically <laughs> the same thing. So great. So great. Thanks for sharing that. So everyone might know that some registration has been open. I feel like registration for a couple of Run Disney events mm -hmm. uh, are now underway or maybe kind of closed. But a lot of happy posts I noticed this time around for people who were able to get in. And I'm sure one of them is with us today. I assume. Actually, well, let's ask him. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Of course. Were you actually able to sign up for something? Are you? Do you currently have a Run Disney event uh, on the horizon for you? Yeah, so I have both the November Wine and Dine and the January Marathon weekend. So oh I made sure that I had no meetings occurring at 10 a.m. <laughs> on those Tuesdays. Yeah. And I set aside time to be in the virtual waiting queue, and I was able to get into both cool. weekends. Oh, my goodness. Oh, cool. So that's exciting. That's probably a good place to start because before we get into oh, – by the way, I have a lot of questions. We posted the question out there to our followers on Instagram, too, to, to see what everyone wanted to know about a Run Disney event. And by the way, some of them food related, and I'm excited to talk about them. <laughs> um, but I'm sure, you know, we all kind of see it. I have never tried to register for a Run Disney event before, and I always see people posting about it. I'm sure it's an experience every time. So walk us through that. What's it like registering for it, and how? Like, what can people do to prepare to register for a Run Disney event once they decide they want to do it? Yeah, so I would say the most important thing to first do is make sure you have a Run Disney account. Because in order to be able to register, you have to have an account. So even though the virtual waiting queue opens at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. if you don't have an account, it's going to be difficult to actually mm -hmm. sign up and sign into it. Um, the other thing is it opens at 10 a.m. seemingly every time. That's usually the standard time in the morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But they always open before 10 a.m. Okay. So they'll say 10 a.m., but the most recent weekend that opened for the January Marathon, it opened at like 9.40 so okay. by the time wow. I registered at 9.50, because I was like, oh, I'll just check 10 minutes earlier, I was like an hour and 10 minutes virtual queue. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it'll tell you on there how long your proposed like wait time is, but it almost seemingly is never actually the amount of time it says it's going to be. Like it said an hour and 10, and I think I waited 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. That's not terrible. So basically like you have to get in this line essentially, right, to register, and then it kind of just lets you like, does it tell you how many people are ahead of you or just gives you a time frame? Uh, it just gives you a time frame. Okay. And so, uh, so for example, in January, I signed up for the marathon. But it's not like you specifically click that you're going to do the marathon. When you get into the virtual queue, and by the time you get to your the point where you're at, where you can actually select it, they're all there that are available. But some of them might already be filled up by the time it's your opportunity to select which one you want right. to do. Interesting. Okay. And about how many – do you know about how many people they allow to do each event? You know, so I tried to, like, quantify this a little bit before yeah. the 
uh, the, the pandemic and the last one that I had done, which was the Wine and Dine in, in 2019. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It seemed like 25,000, but I was like, I don't know okay. if that's a real number or not. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, I feel like from pictures and videos that I've seen, I'm like, I would. I mean, I wouldn't put it past it being that many people. So, You, you know where Seems I was like getting caught up, like trying to figure out how many people were doing this? Because like I was adding up the number of 5K, 10K and halves. But some people who are doing the 10K are doing the two course, so they're also signed up for the half. Mm. So I don't know what volume okay. of people that is. You know what I mean? I was really yeah. trying to get, you know, needle that number <laughs> yeah. to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate that. Um, tell me a little bit, too, about the status, because I know that there are, like, statuses where, like, you have to do so many races in order to have, like, this certain whatever it is. I just know that it exists, but I'm like, explain to me what that is. Yeah, so there's – there's a run Disney membership now, which membership. I did not okay. sign up for. Um, okay. and it's closed for signups. Now they closed it, um, like at some point during last year. So essentially okay. if you get into this group, uh, it was like a, it was like a paid entry and I don't know what the dollar value was to get into it, but it would allow you access to the races earlier. Um, gotcha. okay. and it used to be that your AP or your DVC membership would allow you that access. Yeah. Uh, but that does not, that's not the case any longer. Okay. 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 Yeah. I just, um, my sister-in-law does a lot of the run Disney things and she was talking about a friend of her. She's like, well, in order for her to keep her membership, she has to do X, Y, Z. I'm like, what? Like she would have <laughs> to do so many races in a certain amount of time. Otherwise she would lose the membership or something. So that's why I was curious about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's some like paid thing, you know? And it was like, I remember looking at it and being like, this seems like a bunch of money on top of what already the, <laughs> yeah. these things Isn't cost. Isn't that how so. everything is at Disney? <laughs> yeah. So let's actually talk about that because some of the questions we uh, received and some things I was thinking about was, okay, you know, the, the 5K run is obviously the least expensive because it's the shortest distance and, and probably the least amount of time you're actually spent running slash walking. Um, and one of the, the, the questions we got from a listener was, she says she's stuck doing the 5K. Is it worth it? And, or is it that the 10K is better? And obviously you should go with what you're physically comfortable doing. Don't push yourself just because you think you might have a better experience. But what is it that about the run Disney races that motivates you to do it and to pay what is probably a higher price tag than other runs that, are, that happen across the country? Yeah, totally. I mean, the price tag for these is like enormous relative yeah. to like anything I would do locally, right? So it's absolutely the atmosphere and like the mm-hmm. excitement and all the buildup leading up to it. So, like, when I first started doing these races, I was so concerned about my time, like, how quickly it would take me to finish. Because I like to race mm-hmm. a lot around here locally, and I try to get good times, and I track my PRs and, like, my progression and how I'm doing. And then I realized I'm kind of just, like, wasting my money. Like, why am I <laughs> trying to run as fast as I can, blowing through all these awesome picture opportunities yeah. and these, like, you know, like, meet and greet areas and, like, taking my time and enjoying it with people? Like, I should be, like just like really soaking it all in, not like trying yeah. to blow through it. <laughs> so it's definitely the like the build up to it, like the anticipation in the morning, like when you're in your corral and you're seeing the fireworks and they have they have great announcers who are mod- like moderating the event. Um, mm-hmm. And then also just like when you're on the course, there's so much activity going on. Uh, except for when you're on the highway, when you're doing like the half marathon or the marathon, there's a lot of highway running and it is yeah. brutal. Like running <laughs> yeah. on the highway is surprisingly not fun at all. <laughs> you know, you would think they would try to like zhuzh it up a little bit over there. Like it's still Disney. You're on a Disney highway. I don't know. But <laughs> I know it's like right? when you, when you're like heading to the parks and you see people running, you're like, well, that doesn't look very appealing. 
But you, you know what's like the worst part about it too in that regard is the off ramp because it's so like it's like at such a weird angle. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It feels like my right foot is like a foot and a half below my left foot. <laughs> it's yeah. just like yeah. I can imagine. And that's one of the, the strange things about that time of year when a half or a full marathon comes in. And what I do for work at Disney involves transportation. So those roads are closed. So, like, it's mm. funny. We have to, like, kind of modify our operation for the day because people were running on the main roads. So it's kind of an interesting <laughs> thing. And yeah. you mentioned um, photo opportunities. And I've seen pictures and stuff. But I'm sure not a lot of people know that there are basically character meet and greets along the way. And I've always been so curious. Like, are you in, a, in, like, in the mood to be photographed? Because when I run which luckily I, you know, I've been trying to get back into running and stuff. I feel like I must look beet red and sweaty. And I'm normally just catching my breath, wondering where my inhaler is because I'm still 30 something <laughs> years old and I have asthma. So like, what's it, what's it like running and trying to like stop for a photo and stuff? Well, it's as brutal as you think in some regard, okay. right? It, it is like, you know, it's funny, like, um, it depends. In some instances, there could be a long line that gives you an opportunity to almost catch your breath. And, you okay. know, you kind of like, relaxing like maybe you're not sweating as profusely all of a sudden and you take okay. a decent photo i have so many miserable photos i mean they, i look happy like i'm smiling but i look awful altogether. Yeah. um and you know uh obviously now the character situation is a little bit different but like yeah. you know someone would go to like you know stand next to me and i'm like you don't have to get that close i get it yeah. like I know, it's I know. okay you know like, yay we get to go take pictures with a bunch of sweaty people can't wait for it yeah <laughs> So people actually do stand in line. So there is like some of them actually have lines because I was like, how do people have enough time to like stop and wait in lines? Yeah. So that's kind of one of the benefits to being in one of the upfront corrals is being able to get into a line and, and not have much of a line at all okay. because there's not okay. many people who have gone before you. But as you get towards the, the back of the race and like towards the end of the corrals, there's instances where you go to a line and you might be in that line for like 10 minutes waiting for a photo Yeah. because it can get okay. pretty long. Um, and what I really like about it too is like there's a lot of different um, uh, characters that normally are not out and about. Yeah. But what's also cool yeah. is like in the Star Wars race, I don't know if this is the correct wording per se, but there's not like um, all Disney licensed uh, okay. folks. Like it's some people who were just dressed up as stormtroopers who mm. somehow yes. one way or another got approval from Disney to be out <laughs> for this race. And Taking it's cool. Pictures. Like yeah. they look authentic. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. How many, um, this is a random question, but how many people are in like each corral? Well, it varies upon the distance because, um, yeah. And there's, and I say that because like some, the the number of corrals vary. Okay. Um, Okay. So, uh, I don't know. I think a good answer is a lot. (laughs) I didn't know if it it was like, okay, you're doing the 10 K portion. Everyone is in that one corral or if they like split it up into like you know, a couple thousand each corral. I wasn't sure how that works. Clearly, I am not a runner. So <laughs> some people listening to this are probably like, Beth, you're an idiot. You have no idea how running works. And I'm like, you're right. I don't. I've done team sports my whole life. I don't know anything about running. So especially marathons. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot of people. Like the most uh, frequent distance I do there is the half marathon. I'm doing the 10K and the half okay. in November and then the full in January. And um, I think it goes up to the letter G. In terms of, because okay. they do it uh, alphabetically, so and I think it went, it's gone up to G, and it's like, yeah, it's a lot of people. And, like, um, yeah. if it, depending upon where you are in the corral, like, you might have a really slow start, too. And some people, you know, some people don't mind, and, like, I don't mind anymore. It used to bother me. 
um, yeah. in terms of, you know, like I wanted to get a fast time, but like now that I recognize that I should really just be doing this for enjoyment based upon the price point yeah. that I'm paying <laughs> and all the viewing that <laughs> yeah. I get to do, like, um, yeah, it's it's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard that um, everybody talks about the the ladies with the balloons or the people with the balloons. Like you have to basically stay in front of them. So it's like that's like your pace. Like as long as you're in front of them, you're fine. Yeah. So I guess I I I've heard that it's like a sixteen minute mile. mile? I think. I've heard okay. that too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so and from what I hear, it's people who who are very polite and they have some balloons with a yeah. bus behind them. Like, you <laughs> well, be in front of this and you're not going to get any help after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. So I don't know how often it, uh, you know, obviously the parks have to open at like a normal yeah. rate at mm-hmm. some point. So like I get it, but I don't know how many people end up getting. Behind uh, them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Greg and I would be uh, hiding in the bushes trying to like figure out how we can just, you know, stay in the park Sneak for in. the dang get every ticket. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I don't want to take lightly something you just tossed in there casually that you said you signed up for the for a full marathon. Um, <laughs> that's twenty six, as you know. That's twenty six plus miles. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a lot of running. A lot. It is. And in Florida. And in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of one of the things I'm thinking about is even in January it it could potentially be kind of warm and humid. But at this mm-hmm. point, you're probably used to it in the sense that you've you've done it a couple of times. But when I hear 26 miles, I think, well, okay, the most I've ever run in one day was a 10K on a treadmill, but nonetheless, I was able to do it <laughs> without breaking. And like, pretty good time. But I could have eaten probably three or four meals of food that day. Mm-hmm. So I just need to know, like, what is your reward system for yourself? Please tell me that you have something like Ohana or something on that trip to just completely refuel yourself. And are you completely starving? And I, I actually, someone else had asked that question too when we posted it. So I just need to know, what are your food-related ways of coping with a marathon. So after a marathon, I go to town for like a full week. Like I do <laughs> <Nice>. like <laughs> everything nice. I want. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I also do no running for a week afterwards too. So it is the it is like uh, the epitome of my happiness. Like I'm not exercising. I'm eating a ton. <laughs> yeah. You know. You're like, I I'm, ran a I'm, marathon what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like to Michael Michael Scott carb load uh, with the pasta right <laughs> oh, before the marathon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> What are like the well? What are the foods that you usually go to? Like, yeah. what's like? I'm gonna. Ha- is it like I'm gonna have pizza this week? I'm gonna have pot. Like, what do you go to? What are your? Especially while you're in Disney. So yeah. if I'm in Disney, like I love the sit down restaurants and stuff, and I think they're great, and I've done a lot of them. But my favorite by far is just walking around the countries and stopping and trying mm. to eat like as much of everything. the of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that that is what I am excited to do. And also, you know, I enjoy my refreshments. You know, I, yeah, I, I was like going to say, I like a good beer. I've seen your stories. You're saying eating, but you do mean eating and drinking. I do mean the eating yes. and drinking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. You got to pair it. You got to pair the food with something, you know? Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I'll, I'll go to town afterwards. I, I eat, cool. I'll eat quite a bit. Good. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. That, that <laughs> makes me happy because then mm-hmm. I feel like you're, you're you're really getting the the best experience out of it. Um, on our episode last week, we were doing Disney confessions, and one of a, con- a confession we got was from a runner who has done some run Disney events, and uh, the confession was their stomach decided to act up, and they had to pull off of World Drive and uh, uh, release the inner demons. Yep. And. I'm not going to ask you if that's ever happened, but I, I would imagine like a marathon is a long time and you're in Disney World in a very public venue with a lot of people. So like yes. what's going on in your mind at that point? 
So easily the most awkward running things you have to think about when you do a distance that I would say is either a half or more is your stomach and any related chafing anywhere. Yes. (laughs) Those are easily the most. Those are the things where if you don't prepare for it, like, oh, they'll get you and it'll be ugly. Like, so I luckily haven't had any uh, bad stomach incidences. Um, And I've had a few like uncomfortable chafing things, but nothing like horrendous. But but yeah, we're not talking about your nipples, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Me, maybe. We're we're talking about everywhere, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, I can. You can only imagine, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So for for the stomach thing, though, like I've become real accustomed to like understanding what I need to eat and what I should Mm. not eat the days before doing a. A, a long run like yesterday i did uh, 11 miles and like i can do that that's comp- it yeah no yeah yeah it was a slow day you know what a rookie <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can do 11 without like having to do too much um preparation for it but like once i start to get over 15 miles is like when if i don't eat right that day and even like the night before like i i could feel it th- afterwards it yeah. would be uncomfortable yeah I'd be, and there's all these, so like, energy chews that runners do on, take on long mm-hmm. distances, and, like, I'll take them, and it's supposed to, I don't know, it's some sort of, like, sugar or some product. Yeah. That's what, supposed, yeah. what do you recommend? Like what is your go-to product? So mine is Honey Stinger. Those are my favorites. There's uh, different um, products that they sell, but they have these gels that I like a lot. Okay. Um, they're easy to uh, open and eat while still actively running and they don't okay. get your hands all slimy and there's all these yeah. other gels that will make your hands like so sticky like so if you go to touch your phone it's like the grossest thing ever uh, yeah. um which you know is like uncomfortable and it's just like annoying so th- those honey stingers work really well um but if you don't get used to eating those while you're running they can give you pretty bad stomach aches oh no yeah, and so i found that out pretty quickly oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you're like oh this is no bueno <laughs> yeah and you just kind of like, I mean, do you have like a set, okay, on mile whatever is when I'm going to eat that? Or you just kind of have a feeling that you're like, okay, I'm, not, I'm feeling a little bit, you know, uh, deprived. I'm going to go ahead and eat something now. Like, how do you normally space those out? So, yeah, usually I have it set in my mind. Like, if, if I know that I'm going to do, like, a, I usually try to pick a halfway point. So, like, if okay. I'm doing 11, usually, like, between 5 and 6, I'll try to eat them. Okay. Um, but sometimes, like, if I feel that, like, I'm just, like, a... a antsy if I'm like you know if I'm just like looking in every direction while I'm running and I kind of feel like I'm not as totally into it I'll start to eat them then to like okay. take my mind off of the fact that I'm still running and I still have all yeah. these miles left to run yeah. <laughs> you know I'm like, like I can't feel I'll... my legs but I can feel my hands let's eat <laughs> <laughs> yeah right uh, well I wanted to um I wanted to back up a little bit because I feel like what I've seen is the whole like check-in process is like an event in itself and so I wanted you to tell us a little bit about that like how does check-in work I feel like I've seen where they like set up a pop-up shop and it's like all the run Disney shop things that you can do so what is that like when you um, are getting in town for the weekend for the run like how does the check-in process work Oh my God so that's a great question so this is like my fi- this is one of my favorite parts it's just like the whole atmosphere that they offer that you don't really get at like other races so yeah. you go to the espn world, ESP, I don't world know, of sports ESPN world, or whatever wide world of sports yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so you go there and there's just so much activity and like you said all of the sponsors have all these different booths and all of them are offering you know like um 
like so for example kt tape is like a normal thing that runners yeah. use and it's like yep. a tape that you put on that's supposed to like increase your blood flow to mm-hmm. i don't know do a bunch of other stuff um and i don't i don't really know what it does but i'll use it sometimes too and i'm like oh this looks cool i look like a runner yeah. when i wear this <laughs> they gotcha that booth gotcha <laughs> yeah so they'll be like oh if you buy it we'll apply it for you and i'm like oh okay oh. cool you know yeah. you get a little experience or like yeah. um there'll be people who are selling like different supplements and you know different like water bottle things and then there'll be people who are handing out samples of different food products to try okay um so yeah that's where you go and you check in and you get your bib and then also you get your shirt and everything and okay it's cool and you know i usually that's usually that's the first thing i do on a race weekend we go there and that's usually the kickoff of of my eating and drinking before the race too because they have all these beer vendors there and okay cool yeah do that do you get your medal at that point or you get your medal at the end you get your medal at the end. Only okay. one time have I ever got my medal there, and it was when in 2017 the half marathon got canceled because of a thunderstorm. Yeah. So oh, yeah. The, yeah. the next okay. morning we, we went back there, and um, they gave they us the medal. medal, and then they gave us a gift card with the entire uh, amount we paid. Wow. Oh, nice. Which was awesome. Like, I thought that was so, like, uh, yeah. nice of them to do, to, to, to give that as well as the medal, and we got to keep the shirt. And I spent that okay. gift card in like 60 minutes at Epcot. Right, Epcot. right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was gone. You were like, well, I didn't run, but I'm still going to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what's funny is that race, uh, when they canceled it in 2017, I was doing the half marathon, and me and a bunch of buddies and some family members were down there, and we were all doing it. And it was like pouring out, and it hadn't started thundering and lightning yet, and we're like, let's just go outside and do it. So we were at uh, we were at Pop Century. You know how the, there's that, uh, like, you know, the, the lake there? The, uh, yeah, yeah, Hourglass Lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did that uh, like probably like uh, 12 times. I just ran a loop okay. around it 12 times to wow. do my half marathon. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Cool. And there was a yeah. lot of people doing it. Yeah. Have that you been cool. doing any of the virtual ones during COVID that they, I know they've been doing like the virtual, everyone I feel like I guess has been doing virtual, but. You know, I I did not, and like I was, I did another virtual race um, because I was kind of forced into it locally where it was canceled and then the only option was virtual and you couldn't get your money back so i was like all right well i'll just do it right i i, I kind of don't have an option so yeah but like um i don't know i just don't get the same excitement level yeah, out of it yeah you know i would think i mean, you're like i'm not gonna spend money to not have that experience so i totally yeah that. yeah um, yeah that's how i view it too yeah yeah so i know somebody asked about unique characters what are some of the like your favorite unique characters that you've seen in a race some of my unique favorite unique characters let me think so you know I honestly, uh, I feel like I'm in such a blur when I'm running through there. And I, rem- I know that I have unique character photos, but like I, if I can think of one, maybe like Pinocchio. Okay. Interesting one. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. A weird. You don't really get to see him too much or not in a meet and greet scenario in the parks. So, yeah, right. that's definitely a unique one. Yeah. yeah. Are there like specific ones? Are there specific ones that you're like, I'm doing this one every year? Because I know they're all different themes. So, like, what are, you, what are your favorite themed ones that you like to do? My favorite th- theme one was definitely star wars but like i think it's changing this year okay like i I think i don't think they're doing it as a star wars uh race in april i think Mm -hmm. it was like um they said like uh festive theming to be named later or something okay they're like sorry Um, it's not gonna be star wars we haven't figured it out yet but it's happening (laughs) yeah and wine and dine is awesome too and um one year I did a uh, princess. I did it for for charity for the boys and girls club, and I I raised cool. uh, 
a bunch of money and um, I dressed up as Elsa and uh, yes. that, that, that was pretty fun. Are there photos of this that I'm Yeah, I was like, I would up. love to see a photo <laughs> of that one. I, I was just telling Greg before this, like, I would love to, because I told my husband, I was like, I would like to do the, I would like to walk one. Yeah. Because um, I'm a walker, not a runner. Um, but I was like, I would love to do the princess and, like, have my husband dress up as a princess. So I love that. Hilarious. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of people, like, do, because, like, if you, you can do a walking, like, a fast walking pace and, and, I, I, and not be picked up by the balloons and i say yeah. this because that's what my wife did for the half yeah. marathon okay yeah. she did like a fast walking thing and you know i busted my butt through it right so at the end of it all my pictures look like hell i'm sweating <laughs> i look awful and my wife is like finishing the going through the finish line holding a beer and like a pretzel looking so cute and happy <laughs> and like all her pictures are like gorgeous and i'm like yeah i look like a mess <laughs> you're like whatever you're like but now i'm gonna eat my way through disney so i can't wait yeah, exactly. So let's go through some questions that we got from listeners. We wound up kind of discussing uh, a little bit of these along the way. Uh, one was from Sarah, and she had asked, which race is the best? And I'll qualify that a little bit. Which do you think is the best slash which is your favorite overall to run? So not just the theme, but also like the length of the race. So I would say my favorite length is the half marathon because that's the one where you get to be able to see the most amount of things, I feel like, okay. and, and also not feel as as in pain as like a marathon distance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone's comfort level in terms of the distance they can do is different, but I feel like the the half can be achievable through some training and also implementing a lot of walk run. Like I think, you know, that mm -hmm. it can be done and um, there's just a lot to see. And yeah. in, in terms of like, you know, which race is my favorite, I, I probably would say, and I only did it that once, like I just referenced and I dressed up as Elsa, but the princess <laughs> is really cool because you go through Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And so yeah. the other races, except with the exception, I think, of the marathon, the full marathon in January, I don't think you go through Magic Kingdom in the other ones. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that would be yeah, the one that I would cool want to do. That's probably another reason why I'm like, uh, we would have to do that one because uh, i got to be in Magic Kingdom. Even though I'd probably be there like every day that I'm there, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, but I want to run through it with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> or walk through it. Running yeah. through Pandora is really cool, too, actually, mm, yeah. in, in Animal Kingdom. It's um, – but depending upon, like, what corral you're in, because Pandora at night is already, like, really dark. Mm -hmm. So, not surprisingly, Pandora at 4 a.m. is really dark. You know, <laughs> so I was I just to waiting pause, to, like, I have to pause call. for a moment because I just love that I got someone from Boston just to say dark. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, I hope we get to say some of these keywords, like, wicked dark. It was wicked dark. I love it. I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> There'll love be it. more that come out. I love it yeah. so much. I love it so much. <laughs> Um, Amanda wanted to know about the Dopey Challenge, which I, f I feel like is such a fitting name. Because uh, First of all, tell everyone what the Dopey Challenge is. And her, her question was, or she was looking for some tips uh, that you think might be helpful if you're training for a Dopey Challenge. So the, the Dopey is doing all of the race events, which I, I believe starting at 5K to the full marathon. So it ends up being wow. like like 46 or something miles or somewhere that is around dopey. there. Yes. Who does yeah. that? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, a lot of people do that, which is like Man. shocking to me. Cause like, yeah, yes. I, I have not um, done that. And I don't think that I have the ability to do that. And I say that because like, when I go there, I, with my wife walk around the park, like 20,000 steps a day. Like we just walk oh, yeah. all the time. Right. I'm sure, I'm sure most people are in the same boat. Like, so I feel like if I did dopey, 
my wife would probably be dragging me along and eventually I would get to the point where I couldn't walk and she'd probably put me yeah. like in my kid's stroller and like push me around. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I mean, I just want to do the stroller, you know, to begin with. So I support I Yeah, right. <laughs> but oh my God, it's so insane. Like the yeah. fact that people are able to do that and the number of people that do it is like crazy. And it's like, you should have your name on a plaque for that. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. yes. Insane. For Even sure. just waking up at 3 a.m. that many days in a row is a huge obligation. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and most pe- I was going to say, like, let's talk about the time because most people don't realize that the races are, like, in the middle of the night, right? Like, what's the earliest race you've done? Is it always 3 a.m. or? Well, I think it's, like, uh, 2.30 is when I set my alarm for it. I have to be at when I get to the bus by, like, 2.50. Okay. And then I think the race starts at, like, 4 or 4.30 okay. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Some- yeah, it's it's an early uh, early, early wake morning. up, and usually yeah. like, you know, I don't go to bed that early. Like typically <laughs> in, in regular life, I go to bed between I don't know like midnight or something during yeah. like my normal life, and when I get to Disney, it's really not much different. So I sleep for like two hours, yeah. you know, or like three hours tops before the yeah. race. Yeah, that'd be tough. So that part's crazy. We kind of talked about uh, what Nikki had submitted to. She said she's uh, feels stuck doing the 5K. Is it worth it, or is the 10K where it's at? But what I've gathered so far from this conversation from you, Jeff, is that all of the races are a unique experience. And I would say to Nikki, go out and do it. And even mm-hmm. if you feel like you're stuck in the 5K, honestly, if I ever sign up for a Run Disney race, it's going to be the 5K because I'm cheap. And uh, I'll, I'll start there and see how I like it. But it seems yeah. like even even the 5K is a fun is a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. I would say all of them are worth it, especially with respect to wh- what you would perceive a race atmosphere to be relative to any other race that you can do. Like, if especially if you enjoy doing 5Ks locally, you're going to like this so much more. Like, it's incredible that the all the work and effort that the team puts into actually producing this event. It's crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. like, you know, even the cast members and such, like, just being out on the course and, like, clapping and going nuts for people and giving high fives and, you know, handing me towels to because they could tell I'm, like, close to death, you know, at times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a nice it's a nice thing. And everyone at the medic tent, any medic tent I've ever stopped at, which I've had to do periodically, mm. um, everyone's so friendly and accommodating. And it's, there's more things at a medic tent at a Disney race than there is a normal one. Like at a normal race, it's like, it's like a Band-Aid and a block of ice. But here yeah. they have like, you know, like everything you can think of, anything yeah. you would need while running, they, they have for you there. They're like, here, have a snack and watch this TV show for a minute and then we'll be back to check <laughs> yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right, Jeff, we're going to put you on the spot a little bit for some Fast Pass Facts. Fast Pass Facts, because they're fast. <laughs> okay. Oh, great intro. Look at that. It's live every time. That's what That's I like right. about it most. That's right. It's live. <laughs> All right, Beth, you want to go first? Yes, we'll get it going. What is your favorite Disney character? Uh, oh, I'm supposed to go fast. Favorite Disney yeah. character. Um, I'm supposed to go fast. Uh, Mickey. All right. Okay. Mickey. <laughs> classic. What a cop yeah. out. No, I'm just kidding. What a classic <laughs> answer. He's, my, he's usually my answer, too. That's right. Uh, yeah. Your favorite Epcot festival? Uh, wine and Dine. Okay. Mm. What is your favorite Disney cocktail? Um, the, the grapefruit beer in Germany. Ooh, okay, yum, yum. Your favorite mode of Disney transportation? Uh, Skyliner. Great. It's answer. not even close. Skyliner okay. all day. <laughs> all right. Uh, wishes or happily ever after? Oh, wishes. Hey, it's not wishes. close either. <laughs> wishes. All right. Okay, okay. 
Uh, name a ride you'd like to see refurbished or reimagined that isn't already in, in the process of yeah. being done. Um, that should be refurbished or reimagined. I would say, and I still love it, but Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. Okay. Is it that you'd like to see Aerosmith removed, or you, like you still want it to be the same ride, just different theme? Out of curiosity. I would like to see Aerosmith removed, and I love Aerosmith. Okay. Okay. I'm from Boston. Aerosmith's from yeah. Boston, but something Let's different. It. Okay, I like um, that. Okay. So, what is your favorite attraction? Uh, Space Mountain. That is the correct answer. Yeah, Space Mountain. <laughs> your favorite quick service restaurant? Um, I would say Harbor House. Oh, and it's coming back. It is coming back. Uh, they have announced it's finally on its way The back. salmon there is unbelievable. Oh, look at that. Which, yeah. for the price point there, it's crazy. It's wicked yeah. good. Mm. Wicked it's, good. It's wicked, wicked good. good. <laughs> uh, all right, Dole Whip or Mickey, uh, Mickey Premium Ice Cream Bar? You know, this is going to be an odd response, but neither. Neither. I'm, I'm, I'm mildly lactose intolerant, and oh, I don't like right. pineapple. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, there you go. No fun there. Uh, Fun fact, the Dole Whip, I know you don't like pineapple, but the Dole Whip is dairy-free. Don't ask me what it is, oh. but there is no there is no dairy in it. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I did not is, know that. It's also gluten-free for those of you that have a gluten allergy. <laughs> um, this is a good question for you as someone who sometimes comes down here on a, on a run Disney weekend. Your favorite spot at Disney to zen out? Ooh, so I would say it would probably be the um, the beach area at the Polynesian. Ooh, you know, like okay. where those, um, it's, I, they have like those chairs that are just like overlooking like, the water there. Like yeah, they have like the bench, the bench swing yeah, the yeah, bench on the white swing. sand beach overlooking cool. a Seven Seas Lagoon. That is a nice relaxing spot. Oh, I love yeah. it there. All right. My last question. If you love the World Showcase so much, what is your favorite showcase country? Uh, Mexico. Ooh, that's yeah, a good the, answer. The quick service that they have there is awesome. And then that building with, uh, I I don't know what the building itself is called, but they have that tequila bar in there, which yes. is unbelievable. And their yes. margaritas are incredible. Yeah, the, the there's an avocado margarita, or, mm. or it's it's like it's such a bizarre sounding thing, but yeah. it's so good. <laughs> I bet it's delicious. Awesome. <laughs> All right, my last one for you, Jeff. Thumbs up or down on the 25th anniversary cake? Oh, thumbs, thumbs up. I like <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Ah. I was really hoping they were going to bring one back, there like we a, go. An, ir- an iridescent cake yeah. for the 50th. But it's cool looking. Yes, I wish they would do that again. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> so thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks yeah. for talking all things Run Disney. We'll put your information in our show notes if everyone wants to follow you and, and get a, a, a you know a visual of what some Run Disney events mm-hmm. look like. We'll do that. Um, any last minute, any last thoughts for advice uh, for someone that's about to do or is thinking about signing up for a Run Disney event? I would say that I became an avid runner because of Run Disney. I had never run before 2016, and 27 was my first event to run, which ended up getting canceled because of the storm and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, just sign up for it. Just sign up and then put the training in, and you can accomplish it. Nice. Cool. Hashtag okay. motivation. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for hanging out thanks, with us. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, guys. Oh, gosh. All right. News nugs. I just have a couple for you today. The first one, obviously, is, everyone's heard about this, but masks are back at Disney. It started on Friday. Uh, right now, it is masks are mandatory indoors, so they are not uh, mandatory the whole time you're there, but they are indoors. They had never left some of the transportation, correct? 
Um, there yeah, was always so, like required uh, buses, yeah, monorails, monorail. yeah. Um, but now other it's modes of transportation. just back to whenever. So if you're heading to Disney, make sure you pack those masks. Yes, masks. It's Skiska. <laughs> all indoor common areas and upon entering and throughout an attraction which mm-hmm. could mean while you're Some in a queue outside. that is outside depending yeah. on what the level of enforcement is mm-hmm. what do you got you got something i have another I, one i have one little nug so this is like this is the tip of an iceberg of a nug here because disney has announced that the um extended evening hours are returning at some point we have some dates surrounding that mm-hmm. now. So uh, starting October 4th seems to be the first time where Epcot is having their extra two hours. So it okay. being open to midnight is kind of a big deal yeah. because now the park has really just been open from basically from like 11 to in the beginning, it was like 11 to 7, 11 yeah. to 8. It's expanded to 11 to 10. But uh, in October, it'll be open up till midnight. So far, they've just announced Monday, October 4th and Monday, October 11th. So I guess Monday okay. is the day of the week for Epcot yeah. where it'll have its two extra hours. And then in October as well comes Magic Kingdom, October 6th and 13th, both Wednesdays. It's open an extra two hours there. So I would okay. say keep your eyes peeled on the mm-hmm. Park Hour cal- uh, calendar. It sounds like we are rolling out the, or we're seeing the extra hours being rolled out. So you'll yeah. have two extra hours in the park. Now, again, the extra evening hours are for guests staying at Deluxe and Deluxe Villa Resorts. So, I mean, that's quite a few resorts in that category. Um, whereas the morning ones, which I don't know, I don't know if they've announced dates for them. The morning hour ones are for any Disney resort guest. Okay. Yeah. And that will be nice because we'll actually have more dark hours at that point, right? Like the sun will yes. be setting a lot earlier. So that will be nice. Um, the only other news I have is that I saw an article where Disney Tales launched a whole new set of pet costumes. Have you seen these? Oh, no, I haven't seen okay. it actually. Because uh, there's a Disney Tales shop in Disney Springs and they're hilarious. So one is like Abu and he's on a magic carpet. So like essentially your dog will be like, you'll have Abu on a magic carpet on the back of your dog, which no. is hilarious. Oh my goodness. One is Pascal. Some, cause, uh, so there's Pascal, Sven, and Flounder. And essentially it's like, it like engulfs them so it looks like they are dressed up as that character and hilarious so i'm like please someone buy these send us photos i want to see them hilarious i'm really like greg you need to get your butt over there and get one for reba okay she needs to be dressed up for halloween <laughs> i've always wanted to dress our dogs up we bought uh right before we got winnie it was actually the trip that we went before uh we picked up winnie like to bring her home to be ours for good and we bought two medium size haunted mansion made costumes because we're like they're like we're like medium size that will fit them fine uh it was like an extra small on them so we essentially were like okay well we'll trade them in well since then we have not seen a large in that costume and i don't know why they don't make them in larges every time we've gone we've looked they've never been in a large it's always a small and a medium so it breaks my heart because i'm like i just want a large so that my dog can be sassy at halloween because we were like we literally were gonna wrap them up for christmas and like have like our family open them and stuff for the dogs and it just they like weren't even close to fitting them so we were like dang it Hmm. we've gotten reba one or two spare jerseys over the time Mm -hmm. you know i think like her uh, nicole and reba our dog reba have um, matching christmas spare jerseys oh my gosh i think she's a large in that and it, it yeah. seemed that the large size was the hardest to find because Reba's not a large dog. Right. It's just that the sizing, I guess, works yeah. out to be large. I'm like, if you have so a large a, dog, there's no way you're going to find something that fits them. But I don't know why they don't just make them bigger. Because these were the ones where it was literally just the harness, right? And then the little skirts on the back of the harness. Like, I've seen yeah. the mini, I've seen the mini and Mickey ones in large, but never the other ones. So I don't know why that is. I just, I'm like, Disney, I know you're listening to this podcast. Could you, could you hook a girl up? I'd pimp yeah. it out for hook you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's over at Disney Tales. 
And now for some Disney history, as always, brought to you by the mouse. Let's make sure you're following them on TikTok and Instagram because they have plenty of, mm-hmm. of extra Disney facts along the way. They Love produce a lot, of, a lot of great content. Plus, they have their shop and they have really unique items there. Some beautiful merch. Yes. Um, I have a two for, for history items for you. Two for the price of one. And, of course, the price is $0, so you kind of have to take it. <laughs> um, did you know this week, three years ago, your boy became a cast member for the first Yay! time? So I'm celebrating three, three years this week. And you may be asking or thinking to yourself, well, Greg, you didn't work for Disney for however many months. Well, they don't guess care. what? They allowed, us, <laughs> they allowed us to bridge our time because That's it wasn't right. our fault that we left. So I'm still considered to be a three-year cast member this week. Amazing. But, but correct. Yes, I, I didn't. But uh, second, this week in 1995, groundbreaking took place for Animal Kingdom, which oh. you may know opened up in April of 98. So it was almost three full years later. After groundbreaking that that park opened up um, all the way back in 95 through 98. I'm taking us back to 2009. This is when Walt Disney World celebrated the opening of the first new monorail line resort hotel in more than two decades, which is your favorite, Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Bay Lake Tower. Bay Lake Tower. All one word. Bay Lake Tower. Some doors my train staying at Bay Lake Tower. (laughs) You know that's my jam. That is your Um, jam. I don't like to gush over it too much, so thank you for taking that as the history item yes, this week. Yes, so because, sorry. So sorry to steal it you know, from that's, you. know, that's my place. That's my home away from home over at BLT. That's right. Um, as always, I have a quote coming your way. Before that, I want to make sure you are following us on Instagram. Our podcast account is at That Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at The Disney Greg. And I'm at The Real Beth McDonald. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe. Head over to iTunes to leave us a review over there. We got a, a couple of new uh, five-star reviews with some very nice words. So so shout out to those of you who did that. Um, it is always nice to see. And those reviews always help us become more visible as people are out there searching for Disney podcasts, you know, on iTunes. If you want to send a little magic, a little pixie dust to someone you know, you can do that through our magic grams. It's free for you, free for them. Just a little way to send a little, little something-something their way. Um, you can submit your request on our website, and also on our website is an opportunity for you to submit a cast member magic story, and um, anything else, any contest, or anything else we have going on there, you'll find on our website. And if you want to support us and get some behind-the-scenes stuff, we do have our weekly extra bonus episode yes. that we put out only to our patrons over on Patreon. You can find more information in our show notes as well. And what I've been trying to do there, too, in addition to um, having everyone see our close friends feature on Instagram and our bonus episodes. Um, some of the, the nicer photos that I've been posting on Instagram, I'll put in high resolution there too. So if you ever yeah. wanted to use it. I stole one uh, stole one today for a new backdrop. So thank you. And my old one Perfect. was actually your Tower of Terror one. So thank you again. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and I mean it. That's for you to use for whatever. I mean, I am, um, I've been in the business of getting some big printouts done on canvas to hang up on the walls in yeah. my house. So anything I post there is free game. So some nice high-quality photos you can find there um, over on our Patreon account. Appreciate that. All right. Our quote for this week comes from the movie Hercules. And I thought it was fitting given we were talking about Run Disney. Mm, and we can yeah. use a little, a little kind of running motivation here. Mm-hmm. So your quote from your boy Herc. <laughs> I will face the world fearless, proud, and strong. I can go the distance. I can go the distance. I'll find my way. 
Love it. So good. By the way, one of the um, one of the reviews on one of our newer reviews on iTunes was specifically shouting you out for the singing and how much they like it. So Thank you. that That's person will be happy you, to hear. One person. There you go. <laughs> was, also, shout out to uh, was just for them. I wanted to give a quick shout out to Will McCameron, a new listener of the show. Uh, he was listening. Actually, a friend of mine listening to the podcast had no idea it was me. So, Will, if you're listening, shout out to you, my friend. <laughs> shout out to Willie Mac. I'm sure he's never gone by that, but that's what I'm calling him today. <laughs> All right. All right. On that note, that's all from us for this week. We'll uh, we'll see you all next Have week. Have a great week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.